0: You're listening to the Everyday Style School Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackie mary and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to help women all around the world create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello, gorgeous. This week marked the official start of spring where we are here in the U.S., and I hope that you are gearing up for a fabulous season. Spring is one of the two big style slash fashion seasons, right? Fall and spring, that is where it's at. And I know so many women have these visions of enjoying the looks of the season and getting out there in fabulous outfits, loving the way they look, but often... Those dreams don't become a reality. You find yourself just getting through another spring, feeling a little bit let down, telling yourself that it'll be different next season or it'll be different next year. And I don't want that for you. I want you to love the way you look this season and every season. So today I want to talk about some of the things that hold us back from creating the style and the wardrobe that we picture in our minds. And that, my friends, are the style lies we tell ourselves. Over the last 20 years, I have listened to a lot of women tell me about their struggles and their challenges when it comes to style and wardrobe. Some of these women have legit challenges, real things, like the client I worked with whose feet were a whole size and a half different. That's a real challenge. Or those were who were going through medical things that made body changes Happened really quickly and it made getting dressed really hard. And then on the other hand, there were those challenges that women told me about that were absolutely not legitimate. Like the client who chose her entire wardrobe based on what her kids could wipe their Cheeto stained hands on, not a legitimate struggle, friends. But Over the years, most of the struggles and the challenges that I've heard when it comes to style aren't challenges at all. They're lies, dirty, filthy lies that we tell ourselves so we don't have to put in the effort to either fix it or face it. We can just stay comfortable and tell ourselves that we would have more style, we would have a better wardrobe if only, right? It releases us from the responsibility of doing anything about it. So today, as we're going through these, I want you to ask yourself if you've bought into any of these fashion fallacies, and if so, is it time to tell yourself the truth? Today, we're going to cover five big wardrobe whoppers that I've heard frequently over the years, and I'm going to let you know what I think women mean when they say it, and what you can do or what you can tell yourself instead to move past the lie. Before we get into the big five, I think one of the major reasons that women buy into these lies in the first place is that they don't know where to start or what to do differently. And if that's you, let me help you. We've got three style masterclasses that were designed to help you solve the most common challenges that I've seen women face over the years. If you are frustrated because you feel nothing looks good on you, dress your body shape was made for you. If you feel like your wardrobe is just blah and bland and you don't know how to change it, Signature Style will help you fix that. If your closet is packed with stuff from the last 20 years, but you struggle to get dressed every morning, start with the ultimate closet makeover. At some point, if you want things to be different, you're going to have to do something different. We want to make it easy for you to have the style and the wardrobe you want so that you can feel confident and get out there living fully every single day. So head over to our website, youreverydaystyle.com, click on classes, and you can take 20% off of any style masterclass with code PODCAST you will be glad you did. All right, let's get into these style tall tales. The first one is a fill-in-the-blank lie, and it is, I can't wear fill-in-the-blank. I hate this one because it transfers the responsibility of liking the way you look to some arbitrary set of rules. You're giving away all of your personal power to what a checklist on the internet or what some woman on the internet told you to do. Who says you can't wear turtlenecks or fit and flare dresses or the color orange? And a better question to ask yourself is what would happen If you wore a turtleneck or a fit and flirt dress or the color orange, I think maybe we've bought into the idea of this sort of ambush makeover culture and believe that if you wear something that isn't the most traditionally flattering thing ever, it's a real possibility that somebody's going to pop out of the bushes and point out your flaws and hand you with some kind of style citation. The reality is though... Nobody really notices that much. If you've got feet that are on the larger size and you wear white sneakers, I guarantee your friends are not in a group chat talking about your big feet. They're just not. They didn't even notice. And if they noticed your feet, they probably thought your shoes were cute. Which brings me to what we mean when we say, I can't wear fill in the blank. What we really mean is, I don't like the way that looks on me. I don't feel comfortable in that. I don't feel my best in that. Do you see how that little shift in language gives you back your power? It isn't that you can't wear turtlenecks or fit and flare dresses or the color orange. It's simply that you choose not to because you don't feel the best in it. You're in control of how you want to look, not a checklist from the internet or any style expert. The other thing women mean when they say they can't wear something is that they don't know what looks good on them or why, and they've never tried to figure it out, so they take those wear this, not that rules as absolute gospel. I cannot think of a more exhausting, unfun way to build a wardrobe. A couple of weeks ago in my email, I shared the style tip that I have said to a thousand clients, and that is it costs nothing to try things on nothing. They let you go in that fitting room for free and put on that orange top. If you have always been told you can't wear orange, but you've never tried it, go grab an orange top and try it on. Do you like the way it looks on you? Or do you choose not to wear it because you don't feel great in it? It's an answer worth figuring out. If you believe you can't wear something, but you've never actually put it on your body, go put it on your body. So what should you tell yourself instead? Just like I've already said, I choose not to wear fill in the blank because I don't feel my best in it. I don't like fill in the blank. I don't feel comfortable in fill in the blank. Take back your power and responsibility for creating a wardrobe that you love. Also, it's always worth mentioning that regardless of what anyone says, what matters most is how you feel in something. If every resource in the world says no turtlenecks for you, friend, but you love a turtleneck, wear the turtleneck. You are the best and only judge of what you can wear. Tall tale number two what I wear doesn't matter or style doesn't matter to me. All of those kinds of lies packaged into that one idea. Settle in, my friends. This one's going to take a little bit longer. First of all, some women really don't care what they wear. It's not a thing for them. And that's great. I support that fully. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about those women. Right now, you are listening to a style podcast. So if this is a lie you've been telling yourself, it's time to admit that maybe you do care about how you look and what you wear actually matters to you. Let's also clear up any confusion. In most cases, what you wear doesn't matter to other people. That is 100% true. My husband and kids love me just the same, whether I'm in sweats or I'm dressed to the nines. The difference is how I feel about myself. It matters to me. That is what we're talking about when we talk about does style matter. What do women mean when they say style or their wardrobe or what they wear doesn't matter? I think a lot of them who say this feel that style does matter, but they don't know how to get there. So they've told themselves a lie that there's nothing better for them out there. This is as good as it gets. And therefore, why bother? Who cares? Also, I know from firsthand experience that when women get busy taking care of ourselves in this way gets moved way down the priority list. And some Times we have to tell ourselves that it just doesn't matter, right? We know it does, but we don't feel in a place where we can really pay attention to our style or what we wear. So we tell ourselves it doesn't matter. But I want to share something with you. For years, I've been sharing the message that life is better when you like the way you look. When you love what you're wearing, you show up differently in life, that you're more open to new experiences. All of that is right on my website. But there's always been this little feeling like really deep down in me that's been bothering me because I couldn't explain why. It's just a knowing deep in my soul that those things are true. I've seen it for 20 years in the women that I've worked with and I've seen it in my own life. Whenever I've gotten into a funk or a slump As soon as I recognize that I'm not in a good place mentally, the first change I make is to up my style game. I put on real pants instead of leggings. I look for shoes that, you know, maybe have a little heel on them. I make a little bit more of an effort. When I do that, the way I feel about myself and the world around me starts to change. But if I had to put down why that is, I don't think I could fully articulate it beyond uh, it, it it just is. It's just true. And that has always bothered me. Last summer, I was out on a walk and I was listening to an episode of the Growth Mindset Podcast. I will link the episode in the show notes on our site. The guest was Brian Biro, and he was talking about energy. He was saying that every day you should do a scan of your energy, not just, oh, not not kind of like, I want to go for a run kind of energy, but the kind of energy you get when someone answers the phone, like you can feel their energy, the kind of energy that the cashier at the grocery store gives off or, you know, even like the tone or the energy vibe of an email, that whole all encompassing energy vibe. He So he said to do a self-energy inventory and then see what you can do to raise your energy just a notch. So if you said you are at a five, how can you get to a six? If you're at a seven, how can you get to an eight? He talked about doing things like moving your body and breathing intentionally, all those kinds of things. He said it's important to have high energy because of the woo, W-O-O. And I was like, ooh, I am not a woo-woo person. Where are we going with this? But then he explained that woo, W-O-O, stands for windows of opportunity. When your energy is higher, you notice these windows of opportunity and you're more likely to engage in them. Y'all, I was just dumbstruck by this because this man, Brian byro just put into words why style matters. That was not his intention, but he did. When you like the way you look, you raise your energy. When your energy is raised, you're more likely to compliment strangers and get all the good feels from seeing how happy it makes them. You're more likely to strike up a conversation with that mom at the park that you've always been like, oh, she's so stylish. She would never want to be friends with me. You're more likely to want to engage fully in the world around you. That's it, friends, right there. That is why style matters. It raises your personal energy so you're ready for the woo. Now, if you think that I have gone off the rails, it might be true, but I want you to just try it for a week. Wear a week of really great outfits, outfits that light you up and make you happy, and notice the woo around you. I bet that you will have some really big realizations and probably a lot more fun, and I hope that it leads into something that you want to do more often. So thank you to Brian Byro for putting words to something that I couldn't. The whole episode is amazing. Go check it out. It's linked in the show notes. If you are telling yourself that what you wear doesn't matter, instead try saying how I feel about myself affects my energy and liking the way I look is part of that. Okay, the third style lie I want to talk about is another one that gets under my skin, and it's another fill-in-the-blank. There are a lot of versions of this one, but it's I'll dress better when fill-in-the-blank, when I lose weight, when I have more money, when I have more time, all of those. I hate to burst your bubble, friends, but no, it won't. Will building a wardrobe be easier when those things happen? Yeah, maybe. Will you magically become a person who values style the moment this arbitrary goal is reached? Nope. No, you won't. You never reach a crystal clear moment when things change from, I don't care about this at all, to, okay, I'm all in. I can tell you from vast personal experience that there is never a moment in a weight loss journey where you feel deserving of a better wardrobe. Is it fun to go down sizes? Yes. Is it fun to try styles you didn't think you could wear before? Sure. But if you don't think you're a person who deserves great clothes now, you won't think you're a person who deserves great clothes then either. It's the same thing with time and money, all of it. It starts with feeling like you are worthy and you deserve great things wherever you are. Just to be clear, I think that your body and your budget and your time are legitimate considerations. I'm not saying they're not. What I'm talking about is people who think that hitting a milestone that they set in their head will change the way they feel about themselves and their style and their worthiness. When you spend your life thinking things will be different when, you miss out on where you are right now and you actually hold yourself back from stepping into who you want to be. I know stylish people of all sizes. I know busy people with style. I know stylish people of all sizes. I know busy people with style. I know stylish people with tiny budgets. Those are not the reasons you can't have more style. What's holding you back is how much you value having style right now and how much you feel you deserve to like the way you look right now. Again, you don't have to value those things at all. That's fine. That's totally cool. But don't pretend you'll care more just because your situation changes. If this is a lie that you've bought into, I want you to tell yourself, I deserve to love the way I look right now regardless of my situation. When and if it changes, my wardrobe can change too. There's another thing I hear, and I don't think it's vastly different enough to warrant its own section, so you can call this one style lie three point five if you want, and that is people who tell me I can't have style because the same body budget time things come up in this one too. But I've also heard some kind of ridiculous ones in this one. I've heard, I can't have the style I want because my husband works weird hours and I have to put on clothes that are quiet so I don't wake him up. Like, what are loud clothes? I don't even know what that would look like. Also, could you put the outfit you'd like to wear, maybe your loud clothes, in another room before you go to bed so that you don't have to rustle around in the bedroom in the morning? That would work. I also hear a lot, I can't have the style I want because I go to the gym. Okay, but could you have clothes that reflect your signature style for the gym? You could do that. Also, there are a lot of other hours in the day. So, you know, those aren't the reasons you don't have style. So if you find yourself saying this one, just stop. These are lies and excuses. I want you to remember that everything is figure-out. There There is a solution for literally every style challenge under the sun. Instead of saying, I can't have style because fill in the blank, say, I feel limited by fill in the blank, but what could I do differently? All right, official lie number four. I'm just not good at style. I wasn't born with an eye for style. Here's what women mean when they say that to me. Here's what they mean. Ready? I'm not good at style. I just wasn't born with an eye for style. So on its face, this isn't the lie. The lie, my love, is that you have to be born with a gift or an eye for style to actually have style. This is another one that is absolutely 100% figure outable. The truth is that some people are born with a gift or a talent for it. You know, when you think of people like Jenna Lyons and Rachel Zoe and Anna Wintour and pretty much every fashion designer out there, those people were born with a gift or a talent. But it's an insult to all of those people and even to just stylish people you see in your regular life to say that they were born with it and that's all it took, that it just comes easy for them. I guarantee you that what those people were born with was a love and a desire, and then they learned. They experimented and tried things and failed a whole lot of times and found resources and education and honed their craft and honed their style. They did these things because they wanted to develop a natural passion or a gift. But if you weren't born with that passion or gift, you can still have style. It can be learned. I want to talk about my brother-in-law for a second. He is an amazing cook. You go over to his house for like Tuesday dinner and he's got mushrooms three ways and he's made a port wine reduction and I'm all, wait, Tuesday's for tacos, right? Like I don't understand what we're doing here. Tuesday is for tacos. Now compare that to my cooking skills. I'm a decent enough cook. I make really good salads. People request my baked potato soup. But I cook because A, my family likes to eat, and B, cooking for others is a way that I like to show love, even though I don't have a natural gift for it. Will I ever be like my brother-in-law? Nope. Have I sent anyone to the hospital yet? Also, no. People come over to my house and they eat well. Good enough. But my recipe searches always, every time, include the word easy. On the other hand, he watches cooking shows and videos and he learns new techniques and buys tools and gadgets. I don't want to do any of those things, even though I still want to feed people. The difference is one of us loves to cook. So he develops that natural gift and passion that he has. The other one loves the result of cooking, so she learns to do it simply but well. It's the same thing with style. Even if you weren't born with that natural passion or talent or gift, you can still learn enough to have fun with it and be passable. That's good enough. The last thing I want to say about this lie is that when my younger daughter was in first grade, they had a first grade motto and they all had matching shirts. It was so cute. And I got to tell you, it's some of the best life advice I've ever heard. So here you go. The motto was believe in the power of yet. For instance, I'm not good at addition became I'm not good at addition yet. I don't know how to tie my shoes became I don't know how to tie my shoes yet. Any negative thought that you have that says can't, not good at, don't know how, any thought like that can be turned on its head when you put those three little letters Behind it, just yet, so if you're telling yourself you're that you're not good at this stuff, simply say, "I don't feel good at style yet, but I know I can learn That brings us to our last style lie, and this one just always makes me laugh. I enjoy this one here it is: I don't have time to get dressed now, I know I've talked about this on the show before but I have heard this like thousands of times in my career. And the funny part to me is that no one who's ever said it to me has been naked. Nobody, not one. Therefore, they clearly did have time to get dressed. So what do we mean by I don't have time to get dressed? I think it's a couple of things. First, I think they mean that they don't have the time or the bandwidth in the morning to put together an Outfit. So they just resort to throwing on clothes. The difference between those two makes sense, right? You know what I'm talking about? An outfit is polished, finished, accessorized, layered, tucked, all that stuff. Whereas throwing on clothes is, well, I'm not naked. The fix for this one is just so incredibly easy. It always comes as a shock to me that more people aren't mourning people. I am annoyingly chipper and productive in the morning, but even I don't have the bandwidth to stand in my closet for 10 minutes every morning putting together a great outfit, like trying different shoes, switching out layers. How about this necklace? I've got work to do. I've got kids to get off to school. I've got things on my mind. I want to get my day started. So when I want to make sure that I'm not just throwing on clothes, I put the outfit together before I go to bed. I feel like this advice is such like 1980s, 90s, lean in, boss babe, how to have it all kind of advice, but it works. It honestly works. Two minutes in the evening when you have the time and the bandwidth and a clearer head will save you 10 minutes each morning and your style will drastically improve. This is one I don't understand why more women don't do, especially women who don't feel like they have style. This one thing will, it'll totally change your style life. The other thing women mean when they say they don't have time to get dressed is that they don't have the clothes in their closet to look the way they want to look. We think this is a time problem, right? Like if you just tried hard enough, if you got up five minutes earlier, you could pull together a great outfit. When the reality is you could stand there for hours and never have the clothes to make you feel the way you want to feel or look the way you want to look. The time part of this one is the time that it takes to figure out how you want to look or to buy what you need to buy or get rid of everything else that's not working for you. Those things, granted, take time, which might not be easy for you to do, but that's the issue rather than not having the time to get dressed each day. It's just a different problem. If you've been telling yourself that you don't have time to get dressed, and you are currently not naked, I want you to first figure out which camp you're in. Are you, number one, mornings are crazy and ain't nobody got time for that, or number two, you don't have the clothes you need to look the way you want to look. Then I want you to tell yourself, how I look is important to me and worth investing time in. Whether you invest a couple of minutes each night or you need to invest a couple of hours fixing your wardrobe is up to you, but first you got to figure out what do you really mean by that. All right, there you have it. Five style tall tales you might be telling yourself. If you got that little feeling inside while you were listening, like, ooh, she's talking to me, I want you to pay attention to that feeling because that means, ooh, I'm talking to you. But I really want you to take a a step further and do something about it. Doing something about it is the thing that will help you love the way you look and enjoy any season of the year and any season that you're in. And remember. Everything in your wardrobe is figure outable. That's it, my friends. I will see you next time. Until then, stay stylish. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to head over to our website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during this show. Go to youreverydaystyle.com and click on podcast to find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our weekly emails. We won't spam you, but you will get style tips and links to some of our favorite products to help make it even easier to love the way you look. You deserve that.